0: Welcome to Black Wholeness Collective Podcast, designed for African descendants to be perfectly well in mind, body, and spirit. I'm your girl and host, Diana Ramsey.
1: And I'm your co-host, Stevie P.
0: All right, Steve, how are you doing today, Stevie?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. I'm maintaining through this quarantine and trying to make the best of my time all while working.
0: Right, right. You kind of sound like you just I'm woke to- up. Are you in? Are you in the bed?
1: Nah, nah, I'm nah, not. Nah, I'm sitting. Nah, I'm sitting here like I'm trying to get my make sure my mic is right, but okay. I couldn't find my headset, so I'm talking through the computer. So okay. maybe I gotta get a little closer to the computer.
0: Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's okay. I just wanted to make sure we weren't uh, getting you know you from the back to the sheets. Uh, you actually sitting up in
1: something? <laughs> nah, never that, never that. <laughs> nah, never that. Still, still got my morning voice going.
0: Right, right. Like, get you some water. You need, you know what? You need to start the show with tea. If you start, if we do podcasts in the morning, Steve, you got to start the show with tea. Hey, you know,
1: well, so so you'll be happy to know I, I ordered me some like tea and sea gel. So I got that coming on the way so I can start oh, having my day do? start off like that.
0: Look at you taking care of yourself. Look at that. Mm-hmm. You're trying to be whole.
1: <laughs> I ain't trying to. I'm not trying to <laughs> right,
0: <laughs> right. I'm not right. trying to you, come out
1: of this quarantine looking crazy,
0: right? Looking, mm, I don't even want to talk. You know what? That's a that's a whole nother topic. So let's go ahead and start off with our shout out, Steve. I'm gonna go right. first because I got a couple, and I feel like, oh, I can't wait. That's so good. I want to give my first shout out is always going to be to God. Okay, I'm a shout out God. God woke me up this morning. Mm-hmm. I said it. Uh, My next shout-out is going to be to my mom. Um, This morning, my mom and I had a conversation, and she got real sentimental. And out of nowhere, she was like, you know what, Donna? You're doing a great job. And I was just like, man, really, mom? Thanks. Um, Also want to shout-out my sister. My sister called me last night and asked me how my day was. Now, um, that kind of seemed like something regular that a sister would do. Um, But it blessed my soul that we are talking consistently, like honestly, truly. Um, another shout out, and this is like last, but it's like really, really big. I want to shout out my father. Um, today we did our first daddy daughter. Um, and it was just like, it wasn't planned. I just like started reading a devotional that I would normally read by myself. Um, but I read the devotional with him and now it's of course, you know, because of me, it's going to be a thing. And like, I just like, my shout outs was like on fire this morning. What about you?
1: Okay. So, like, first shout-out, definitely want to give out to, you know, the wife. She's uh, on an overseas assignment, currently stuck in uh, Bali. I don't know if that's a bad, but she's in paradise at the moment. Right. But uh shout-out to her. You know, my mom went and had lunch with her uh, yesterday. Uh, my sister's doing well. Um, and I also want to shout-out to all the first responders and all the doctors yeah. and nurses out there just basically, you know, Life's on the line just you know to make sure others are good. Um, because you know it's rough out here, it's hard watching some of their testimonies, testimonials, excuse me. Um, you know, on you see it on social media, just I'm just I really just want to give a big shout out to them and let them know that we uh love and appreciate them very much so.
0: Absolutely, see, that's why you the best co host because I'm kind of wish I had that answer, you know what I <laughs> mean. So now I'm going to actually come up with the assist. I agree 100% that um, we just lift them all up in prayer. And
1: <laughs>
0: you know, like, uh, you know, I'm trying to add, absolutely. like, but no, like we just lift them up in prayer and encouragement. Right. Like there's no additional words necessary just out of just appreciation. And hopefully that, you know, they have a place, or that they're listening, or somebody will, you know, send them Black Holiness Collective podcast, and that they, you know, know that they are appreciated. Down, down. All right. So without absolutely, absolutely, we don't belabor on the show. You know, we don't get into a whole bunch of stuff, and then the interview was all at the end. So I am so excited. Straight to it. Like a foghorn. Like I guess I can use my mouth and be like. Bah, 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 bah. I'm gonna work on that. I think we should probably get sound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I should do that anymore. So I am going to just roll to the topic. Our black topic for the show uh, is who am I? And we have an amazing interview with Dr. Gina Page. Right now, I'm gonna to go to school because I'm going to read her amazing bio. Um, and uh, I'm just going to pray for my strength in the Lord because I don't want to mess up on any of these fabulous words. Moan of silence, everybody? Okay. All right. All right. Dr. Gina Page, co founder and president African of African Ancestry. Um, In 2003, Dr. Gina Page, co founder of African Ancestry Incorporated, AfricanAncestry.com, and in doing so, she pioneered a new way of tracing Afri- African lineage. Using genetics and a new marketplace for people of African descent, looking for to more accurately and reliably trace their roots, Paige travels the world, helping people demystify their roots and inform on identities so that they may better understand who they are by knowing where they come from. Ladies and gentlemen, cousins and family, Dr. Jenna Page.
2: Hey, Dr. Thank you for that intro. Oh, <laughs> greetings, <laughs> doctor. Thank you. Hello. I'm so happy to be
0: here. Listen, I'm so happy I got that. I got through that, y'all. Y'all, pray, y'all had to pray for my strength. That is an amazing bio. You know?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just took my dad on Invisalign trays out. Oh my goodness! <sighs> Welcome. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I won't act like I don't know know you, right? So I'm not going to give you this clinical conversation where I'm about to be calling you Dr. Page because I have never called you Dr. Page. But if you want me to, you know I will. I'll
2: do it. And Gina is just fine. Okay, cool,
1: so, cool, cool. Mama named Regina, I'm going to call her Gina. <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> okay, so so I am so excited. And I know Steve is so excited. We are so excited to have you on the Very much so. Actually, our first interview for the Black Holiness podcast, and that is just like really, really exciting. I'm like giddy all over the place. I may have to mute myself sometimes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell Steve to take it away, just so I can just calm my spirit now.
1: (laughs) All right, uh, Doctor Pay. So we see that you know you guys came up with um, ancestry.com. I mean, AfricanAncestry.com. Excuse me, with uh, Doctor Rick Kittle's. Mm Um, let's see. So when, how long have you guys, uh, how long has the website been up and how long have you guys been doing, conducting the test?
2: So Af- we founded African ancestry 17 years ago. Mm. We are, we are definitely the pioneers of using this technology to, uh, connect black people around the world to Africa through their DNA. So it's been a 17 year journey. And when we say pioneers, we really mean that because when we started this company, there were only two other businesses that were doing similar work and nobody was looking or checking for black folks. So uh, we definitely started this trend for black people to find out who they are.
1: Wow, that's amazing yes I, I I know um of course, I've done one of the others in the past, and you know when i I found out about you guys maybe like well, I was made aware of you all about two three years ago, I think I saw your interview on the breakfast club mm-hmm. and i i felt I felt bamboozled by the other company because you know you were breaking it down that you could break it down to like you know from the paternal and maternal paternal and maternal end of the spectrum, and even to the right now tribe and country that you uh, that you're from, I was like, well, damn. <laughs> like, I wasted my I'll not necessarily waste my money because, you know, with the others, you do it it says you're here. And the only thing I really took from it was okay, I pretty much had an idea that I was from the uh, Western uh, side of Africa because, you know, it's just through the slave trade and where families families originated from and in the States. But, you know, the only thing I really took from is that, like, okay, I learned why maybe I'm light skinned because it said I was. Fifteen percent Irish, or <laughs> whatever. So, like, outside of that, um, I guess like one question that I've seen people, ask, uh, I've had a couple friends ask: uh, if somebody has taken one of the tests from one of the other companies, could they also do your test, but also send their results to you?
2: Yeah, we get that question a lot, Steve. And, and you know, unfortunately, there are no do-overs for folks who took the wrong test at the in the beginning. Right, right. <laughs> so um, <No> <laughs> we cannot use another company. Exactly. We cannot use another company's results. But really and honestly, it's because they look at a different part of the DNA. Mm. And so with their, the test that you took, uh, they're looking at if you would think about it like this your entire genetic family tree so they're looking at all the branches of your family tree
1: ah okay
2: all mixed together and then telling you what percentage out of that entire mix comes from africa what percentage comes from europe blah 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 and basically they like you said they just tell you that you're african and that you have some <laughs> European ancestry and history tells us that you know we already know that there's no such thing as an African American that's 100% African. If Correct. you if you descend from the slave trade, there was mixing going on. So our test is different. We don't look at your entire genetic family tree. We take one branch. And take it all the way back five hundred to two thousand years, and tell you specifically where that ancestry was found. So, for example, we can look at your mother's 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 line wow, and tell you, like we did for Chadwick Bozeman, that you share ancestry with the Limba people living in Sierra Leone. That's a very different identity answer. Right. And mm-hmm. it requires a different portion of your DNA to get to that answer. Right.
1: Yeah, I, that's I, amazing. I know
0: that's,
1: one thing I saw.
0: Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh-huh. I know that, you know, I took the test myself, right? And one of the things when I talk to friends that I love dearly, um, but they, they all seem to sometimes have the same hang up that the test is expensive. What is your real like? What is your response to that when you hear, or have you ever heard someone say that um, the African ancestry test is expensive?
2: Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of responses. Do you want like my real response or the one the politically response. correct response? No, I, <laughs> I, you know, I, I have a lot of i I have a lot of responses. First of all, um. I will say that the other companies will charge you anywhere from $49 to $99 or $129 to tell you that you're African mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you don't need to pay somebody to tell you that you're African. So the value that you, <laughs> of that $99 you spent was zero. The reason they can charge you ninety nine dollars is because they keep your DNA, they store it, and then they continue to research it and sell the data and maybe even your DNA. So they're making their money after you've paid them to tell you something that you already knew Mm. into perpetuity. So you're (laughs) it's a trade off. You can pay a little bit of money and then get some useless information as it relates to your African identity, and then allow them to make as much money as they want to into the future. They can the other thing know. I say mm-hmm. to people is we don't do that. We don't sell or share your personal or genetic information. So once you pay for our test, that's it. We're not making money off of you for the rest of our company's lifetime. Uh, The other thing is you have to understand the value. So, what is it worth to you to know where your people were taken from? Yeah. It's not, is it worth, is it only worth $99 or is it priceless? Right. It's priceless. priceless. And then the next thing I would say, yeah, is that when you take, like the, the test Steve took, he paid however much he paid. $99. $99. (laughs) 99
1: dollars,
2: <laughs> and those results that you got only apply. <laughs> they only apply to him and his siblings. Mm, That's right. it. They don't apply okay. to your mother or your father or your children or your cousins or your aunts or your uncles. But when you take our test and trace, let's say, your maternal line, mother to mother to mother, you can share those results with your siblings. Your children, your nieces and nephews, your grandchildren, your aunts, your uncles, your mother, your cousins, your grandmother, half the family shares that same result. And so, again, when you talk about value, there's a much greater value in the test that we offer on many different levels.
0: So, you, you know what, Gina? Mm, what I, okay, what okay. I
2: so it just depends on what it's worth to you. You know? Yeah.
0: Right, right. What I would tell just you. Just
1: reconfirm, like I said earlier. I feel like I got bamboozled. <laughs> yeah
0: you yeah, did, Steve. You got, bambo- got hoodwinked, uh, bamboozled. Hey. Yeah. yeah, you
2: did. I will Run tell you what yeah, I just, But it's is not too late. It's not too late. Oh, no, I'm doing <laughs>
1: it. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, after this, I'm definitely going to order, order my oh, kit. For sure, for he sure. He sure. Doing
0: it. You might as um, well do wait and
1: just wait to see yeah. you. it. no. it's a condition now no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it i've always wanted to do it i just can't put it off because like like you said like i had no problem with the price like i i, I felt like and you, you know you mentioned something earlier dr page in terms of like you know them hoarding your dna and selling it because you know I, I saw i was watching this documentary and i guess there was like a uh I think it was out in Wisconsin. It was like a murder. And I guess they tapped, you know, one of those companies and they f- were able to solve a murder because that person happened to do an uh, ancestry, uh, one of the ancestry uh, kits. And they were, I guess they, now they're starting to work with law enforcement. In- to some mm-hmm. And so th- in a roundabout way, that's kind of scary because it's like, yo, you're selling my information to the government now.
2: Yep. And we don't do that because we are 100% Black-owned, Black scientists, Black staff. We are Black people, and we understand the value and the importance of our DNA. And we are not here to exploit that in any way, shape, or form. The other companies don't hardly have any Black employees. They don't have any Black ownership. They don't have any Black scientists. They are the descendants of the people who disconnected us in the first place. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure why you would think that the the descendants of the people who stole you your ancestors have any vested interest in giving you important life changing information. You know that that That's reminds okay. me that that there's, it, a, there's a scripture, Juna. I'm going to have to find it. I will.
0: I just read that scripturally. Um, I'm not going to yell out which scripture, but because I don't like the misquote especially when it comes to living word but everything that you said not only was the truth it was fact and to me I just heard the price go up it was it was it was one of those things where it is priceless and to be quite honest it's almost like offensive that we put so much value on other things but when it comes to learning the who am i why it becomes kind of like a debate. And it's not to say that it's the only debate because you all have been able to be very fruitful and multiply across continents because people see the real true value in it. But I think the if anyone were listening, um, and to our listeners, to our cousins, to our family members, I would want people to kind of ask themselves in the mirror, who am I and how important is it for me to actually learn who that
2: is? Cause it priceless. Right? Is it is it worth? Is it worth the the price of a Beyonce ticket? Is it worth the price oh, of yeah. a pair of shoes? Is yeah. it worth the price of your iPhone, <laughs> your weave, whatever? Right. You know what I mean? A yeah. night out at the strip club. I mean, what is hey. it worth? Now you're touching
0: right. on it's, it's Yeah,
2: it's priceless.
0: Absolutely priceless. So let me ask you a question. When you got your results, how
2: did you feel? It's interesting because my parents took the test; I didn't take it, mm.
1: Mm,
2: and okay. um, that's that's one of the benefits. Again, because we're tracing a lineage, only one person in the family has to do it, and then everybody can share in the results, and so. I didn't really think much of it, Diana, because we had just started the company and I was in startup mode and I was grinding and I was trying to make sure that we were getting the orders filled and that we were getting the results out in a timely and accurate manner. And I just really didn't have time to think about it. I was thinking about my customers and my clients. And then one day. Someone called because he what we used to give the include a DVD of uh, the uh, Encarta Africana with your results. And he called because he didn't have a computer. So he couldn't learn. He couldn't look at the people. And when I looked up, he happened to share the same ancestry as me uh, on the maternal line the uh, Fulani people, specifically in Nigeria. We know Fulani are in other countries, but in my case, my DNA matches that those living in Nigeria. And I just got chilled when I started to really read and sh- and say out loud the things about the Fulani people, the code of ethics that they live by, the fact that they are nomads, uh, that the influence that that ethnic group has had for Generations, centuries in West Africa, and and that's when it really hit me mm-hmm. that we we have now tapped into part of our ancestry, part of our being that we may not even have known was missing, and it get it gives context to. The way that I think, the way that I act, the way that I carry myself, the way that I move throughout the world is very consistent with some of the things that I've learned about the Fulani. So it gave me
1: goosebumps.
2: Wow. Even just hearing you
1: say it, Uh, Dr. Page. Right. Like, I I see that you guys have just two test kits. Mm hmm. uh, what's it called? Uh, Matriclin, Matriclin. Am I saying that correct?
2: Matriclan,
1: Matriclan, and Patriclan. Correct. Yep, correct. So, what could you, like, in a in a brief way, break down the difference between the two?
2: I can. Thank you. We have two tests, as you said. When you want to trace the ancestry of your maternal line, we look at DNA that's specifically inherited from your mother. So we all have DNA that we got from our mother that never mixed with any of the DNA we got from our father. And because it's maternally inherited, the mother passes it to all of her children. So you and your brothers and sisters have the exact same maternal DNA. It's the same DNA that your mother and her brothers and sisters have because they got it from your grandmother and she and her brothers and sisters have it. So we look at a very specific part of the DNA to trace that line. When you want to trace your father's line, father to father to father to father, then we look at DNA that is only inherited by the males. And that's the Y chromosome. Everybody knows the Y chromosome that men are the only ones with the Y chromosome, that DNA has the gene for leaving the toilet seat up. It's very clear (laughs) what the Y chromosome does. It makes (laughs) men, men. And so when you want to, you have the same Steve Y chromosome as your father and his father and his father and his father for generations, it didn't change. So mm-hmm. we can take your Y chromosome with the clan test and compare it to Y chromosomes from all over the world. When we find a match, it has to be a paternal ancestor because the Y chromosome didn't change.
1: Ah, okay, okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sitting here going back and forth on which one should I try first. I guess if I do the clan one, that kind of will. My, even my sister would be able to like go off that as well. Correct.
2: It, yes, but let me tell you, there is one other difference between those two. When okay. we trace the maternal line, those results come back African ninety-two percent of the time. Ninety-two mm-hmm. percent of the people that take that test get an African result. Eight percent get something else. It'll be a, it'll be European or Native American or Asian or something. Okay. But with the paternal test. Those results only come back African 65% of the time. Mm. A full one-third of the people who take that test, of the men that take that test, come back European, not African.
1: So this was going to segue into the next question I had. <laughs> so I
2: would start with the maternal line because people okay. are often pretty pissed at me when it comes back.
1: About- <laughs> I <laughs> uh, man. So with that being said, Have you, like, had any surprises or, like, had any friends that have done it and been surprised and maybe they thought they were something and comes out, you know, turns out that they weren't?
2: Well, not among my friends, but every, every week for the past 17 years, there's been somebody who's been surprised and called because their results didn't come back African. And I'm not quite sure why they're surprised because we all know that we're not 100% African.
1: Correct. And
2: we all know that there was mixing that occurred in our families. And we don't know where it happened or when it happened. Right. Uh, so people, I mean, some people are really like they demand their money back, which doesn't what? work. Yeah. That's- they call the Better <laughs> Business Bureau. They do chargebacks on their credit cards. They yeah, they blast us online. It's really, yeah. I'm serious.
0: You know when I hear stuff like that, I'm serious. So yeah,
1: right.
0: yeah. I, I just had to, I had to sip my water a little bit and hydrate, so I didn't. So I didn't. You know, I, I didn't curse on this on this podcast. You know, I'm trying to trying to do better with that. But that's really interesting. And, and what that tells me is people don't really know the true history of us. If that's if you're if you're like if you're angry just at the thought, imagine how your ancestors are still needing to heal from the fact that there's only one way that's actually possible. And 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 there was no love story in this thing. Don't don't let the media fool you into believing that it was a love story, one all the time or if any. Um, that's so interesting that, that someone's response would be like so passionately obsessed.
2: Wow. Yeah. I mean, it tells you how, to your point, Diana, how, how completely disconnected and conditioned we've become. Yeah. And that there would be, the other thing it tells you is that people don't read.
0: Don't read. It will tell
2: you that there's a chance on, before you buy the test, then before you send it in, you have to initial that you mm-hmm. recognize that there's a chance. So, you know, it. But it's just deep on so many levels. The fact that it happened, the frequency with which it happened, and then the amount of pain, as you said, associated with that time in our history that leads us to have such strong reactions yeah. to the reality.
0: Because it's, it's really, and it, you know, it goes right into, um, you know, we are all our ancestors' wildest dreams. And if, if that is if that is true, then there's no reason why you are actually upset that you should be upset. Now, granted, you shouldn't be upset to the point where you're trying to get money back and and actually be mad at somebody that actually told you the truth. But you should be upset. And then the the next thing is so now that you know who you are, what do you do?
2: What do you do with that information? How can you? And it doesn't mean that you're not African. Right, right, exactly. It does. It doesn't mean that you're not African, Diana and Steve. It just means that there's a white person in the family. <laughs> That's right. all it means. It's not taking your black card yeah. away. It's
1: yeah, right. none of that. Oh well, I, I for one, I for one have met the I have met the family that own my family down in North Carolina. So I, Wait a I already know. <laughs> like,
0: are you serious? Yeah, I,
1: I've, I've done that before. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. Uh, Named David Parker. My family's from Durham, North Carolina. My dad's side, so from Durham, North Carolina, from and it's from a town in Durham called Bahama. It's spelled like Bahama, but you know they country down there, they call it Bahama. (laughs) And um, nah, my aunt, no, there's a school, right? So there's this elementary school uh, called Little River, and everybody went that's from there went to that school. So I remember my dad telling me stories about. Yeah, I remember being in class and there was eight kids with the last name Parker in the class. We weren't related, but there was eight kids in the class the last name Parker. And, you know, Little River does like a, they used to do like a reunion every year to like raise money for the school. So everybody that ever went to Little River Elementary would come back and donate. It it was basically like a family reunion. And so, of course, at a certain point, there was like, they went there and then met this guy named David Parker and we kind of started talking and he was just like, yeah, I think my family was the family that owned you, your your family. And it, It's like, there's no way to have that conversation. It just sounds nuts. But it is what it is. And I think the most awkward thing was like, I think he tried to friend me on Facebook and I was like, I'm not following you on Facebook, dog. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're but
0: actually, now you're I, doing Yeah, you're just... Now. Wow.
1: wow! Yeah, and then we so you know we went, we went to the census and you know we started looking at the documents and the records and like you can see it like it's there it, it was documented. Wow, Steve! So I like me, no you know, way. like you know, if I see, it, yeah, and like I said, you know, you know, black folks, you know, we we are all different shades because my my grandparents had ten kids, half of them are light skinned half of them are dark, <laughs> like you know, like. Wow like bright uh, Daniel White, you know, so it, it's it's just one of those things where it's just like it's the reality. So it's like you know, I mean, you know, I'm 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 lucky enough to be able to to trace it back, even on my mom's side, you know, you can trace it back to slavery. Right. Uh, but like, so that's why I said I wouldn't be shocked to see anything, something else other than African, you know, and anybody else that thinks otherwise, you know, they, they got to do some research because <laughs> you, you got yeah. here.
2: In your case, Steve, I would not do our paternal test, okay, because there's a very good chance, very good chance that that, given your 15 percent European and um, that you got from the other company, and what you know about the Parker family, I would stick to your maternal line or okay. your father's maternal line.
1: Mm, okay, think about that.
2: Yeah, and that's what I love about
1: um, I- the next I- question. Oh. I have and maybe.
0: -huh
1: go oh, go ahead I'm sorry go go that's, ahead I'm oh, my bad. Go ahead.
0: I, that's what I love about you and I love about it, it, it's it's a part of who you are as a person and then because you have a business and because you, you you guys have put so much of yourself into it um you are very honest and open about you know what your feelings are and, and you read people very well when it comes to like you know what I actually think that you should do this versus this. And I, I've seen you even in comments, I've seen African ancestry in comments making, you know, or I've seen you on live where people are asking that question and you, you really do a good job of like listening and being in tune with kind of like where, what, what, what part of who am I is someone trying to obtain? And that, that to me is just a real testament. It, it foot stomps on, And Steve, I know you was about to ask a question. So you know what, Steve, ask your question because I kind of feel like my question is almost like a closer question. So ask your question. See, assist.
1: Okay. Um, and I'm not sure if I, if I, if I, I don't know where I thought I saw this, but uh, I saw that you guys have. Are you guys doing trips, offering like trips for people to like uh, once they figure out where they're from, where their tribe is from, like a, a chance to go visit Africa and into the area that they might be from the region or whatever
2: we are this year we launched African ancestry family reunions and okay, yeah, these I are, I yeah, these are specially curated birthright journeys for mm-hmm. members of the African ancestry family to go home. So you can go home with your quote unquote cousins and have an experience that is specific to, your ethnic group or your tribe. So it's not just this tourist experience where you go and do what anybody else would do if they travel to that country, but it's unique to us as African ancestry family members. And so, you know, the the current state of affairs has put a hold on that travel, but yeah. certainly once we're able to travel the world again, uh, we will be right there going to countries like Burkina Faso and Senegal and Sierra Leone and um, Ghana and Cameroon because you know this we have to honor our ancestors and the one of the best ways to do that is to go to the land that they walked the land that they lived on and see and touch and feel and have that experience. That's one of the best ways. You don't have to do that. You know, you you can honor the ancestors in so many different ways, but we are excited to be able to facilitate that method of honoring the ancestors uh, with our family. And
1: if anybody ain't been sold on it yet, that there. that right that, there that right there is like so, i'm, I'm,
2: I'm i got
0: my bag <laughs> i i realized even when you're talking man, <laughs> i really heard the. this is why i haven't been to africa yet right i was supposed to be going to africa mm. like, all the time planning this trip it was like planning the trip in my head with no type of action i have gone other places even had the nerve to be tri- planning a trip to italy i paid for it as we already know, I um did not go on that trip and we all know why. Okay, we're moving on. It's a trigger. But the reality is, um I will be and so what I can say to you is uh you don't have to invite me somewhere because I'm already coming. Um I have done my good. I, I I'm glad. You know, I got my information and you know I got that and why and how. I haven't, you know, released it to the cousins of Black Holdings Collective. So I'm really excited to talk to African Ancestry because that story I do believe is so special to me. But my question to you is, what can we as in Steve and I and Black Wholeness Collective do to um, really um, sync up with African Ancestry and help in the conversation when it comes to our people understanding why it's important to know who I am?
2: Oh wow, that's a that's a a great question, and I think there are lots of different things we can do. I I think that it could start at a on a very basic level with uh, you sharing the fact that we exist. This podcast is a great, or this episode of this podcast is a great beginning. Just helping to spread the word. Word of mouth is what has grown our company over seventeen years and kept us in business. I'm not sure if if people listening really understands what that means, but the average business doesn't even last 3 years. Right. When you get to 5 years, you're considered a success. We we've, we've done that 3 times over. <laughs> we're 17 years old and you don't make it this far with in this type of business. We're we're in the business of being black. Right. You don't make it this far without a family and a village to support you. So I appreciate uh, being a part of the collective and um, you sharing these words. Now, you know, we can do we can do other kinds of partnerships together. We can share content. Uh, we can run specials. You know, we can create a, a code for the collective to take advantage of the test. There are lots of things that we can do. And I'm happy to explore all of them. I'm excited about that. I
1: definitely want to look into doing that. Yeah,
2: Right. We can do reveals. So one of the things that we do is travel the country (laughs) when we can travel. We travel the country uh, revealing the ancestries of people who've taken the test in advance. There could be a special reveal for the collective. The black hole collective think like there's
1: all sorts of think. things we can do together. Right. I love that Gina. Oh yeah, I man. And it, it's-, it's Yeah. Corona need to get out the way so we can make that happen.
0: I was gonna say, Steve, your your uh your your uh audio quality, we're gonna we gonna get you off that uh that device because we gotta get your audio quality up.
1: I um, know, I know. I couldn't I couldn't find my headset and it's 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 it's, it's getting me right, it's killing me right now.
0: It's okay. Don't let it don't let it make you insecure. I felt you I felt you go down. We're gonna we're gonna pull you right back up. Um Gina, I think that would be great.
1: <laughs> I appreciate like,
0: that. Like when I think about Steve saying that his family actually has a I'm not gonna say a finger pointer. Now in my mind, I was petty. I did say it. But they have a direct um <laughs> <community>. <laughs> like it was you but they have a direct family that they can associate with no, this really actually happened and and this is this happened this occurred it's real I just think about my brother getting his reveal and me being in the background like a proud little sister like oh my goodness this is happening for you um I just think that's so amazing and t- for us to like really be able to celebrate it and I love the fact that African ancestry has just not only are not only are you all identifying us uh, with who we are, but then you go above and beyond. Okay, we taking tricks. Not only can you identify who you are, we're going, we're taking tricks. And we're revealing this in such a way that we're celebrating you coming back into yourself. That is amazing.
2: I ain't even going to lie to you. Okay, it's out of sight. We have to celebrate. Yeah. We have to celebrate. We Because this was, it's a rebirth. It really is. When you learn something that you never knew, listen, there was a, if there's a woman who made it, you all. She was taken, completely plucked from life as she knew it, put on a slave ship, completely debased, humiliated, no sanitation, no nutrition, no privacy, no connection, nothing. She made it through that. She made it through an auction block or two or three, where she was not treated as a woman, let alone as a human. Yeah. she made it through families being torn apart, children being taken, she made it through plantation life, she made it through Jim Crow, she made it through segregation. she's making it today through us. We have no choice we have to honor and celebrate that woman, period.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Well, I mean, uh, to be quite honest, there's nothing else that I could say after all, other than to assist. What Gina Page said, Doctor yeah. Gina
2: Page said, yeah. that That was a mic drop. Yeah, that was a mic drop. I mean, it's true. And, and that's going to get us through this pandemic. Yeah. We come from people who've made it through much worse than this. Yeah. We'll Absolutely. get through it and we'll get through it with grace and we'll get through it as a community and we'll get through it as a collective. Hey, you see. it. the way you insisted, okay. <laughs> you
0: assisted that. Okay. RIP. You insisted that 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 was That was a rest in peace word. (laughs) Because if nobody heard it, you had to be dead.
2: dead.
1: I I got no more else to say than that. I I don't remember. Dr. Dr. Page and killed it right
0: there. I just want to say I was today years old when Dr. Gina Page of African Ancestry came on the line, shut down the interview, and not only I, but Steve P. didn't even know what to say. We're supposed to be saying something after that. And Gina, speechless. You have created the first BWC speechless. And let it breathe.
2: We have to set the bar. This is this is the first one, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, yes, it is.
2: And we yes, have to is. set the bar. It's you not. all learn about mediocrity here. Okay. So let's nah, we go. Can't,
1: we, yeah. Hey, you know, we were everybody was raised that we can't be me- mediocre. Right.
2: You
1: know? Right. Gotta be three um, times as bad as
0: Just who my my, mom flustered. So we're going to slide off of the interview. But, Gina, we don't want you to go anywhere because as a guest, you are a guest in the BWC house. You are officially a cousin. So I want to celebrate and welcome you. We have a low budget. so We're going to get a sound. But right now, (laughs) stay with us. We don't have a sound yet, but we want to welcome Dr. Gina Page as a cousin into Black Wholeness Collective. Wanna thank you for your good work and the things that you and and your co-founder have created. And for 17 years, you have been the epitome of excellence. And you are the marker. You are the black house. The real black house. Yeah, I dimmed it. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Um, if you use it, you know, just tag us. Just tag us. Tag a bit of problem. Um, and so we're going to slide into the last bit of Black Honors Collective podcast. But Gina, don't go anywhere because I have a great question for you, and I also have something to tell you because I've been hiding it. Whew. Okay, let me take a little sip of mm, a little sip of my water. Black news, Steve P. Where we talk about the good, the bad, the foolish, and the great. What do you have for black news on this day to day?
1: I seen on uh, Instagram, I think it was out in um, St. Louis, I believe. And, you know, Easter Sunday, they was in the hood and they were having a block party. And, you know, we're all supposed to be social distancing and quarantining. And, you know, our people, our people, you know, (laughs) brother was recording it and he was saying all kind of ignorance, And the police pulled into the neighborhood and they were trying to, you know, they were being polite and it was like, hey, you know, you guys aren't supposed to be out here. You know, please go back in your homes. We're supposed to be social distancing and it was just kind of the total disregard for authority and sometimes, you know, I look and I'm like, do we bring it on ourselves? Mm -hmm. And I'm, to the, to the the police force, I, I, I commend them because they, they were very polite. They kept it calm. You know, I, I just, it was it was upsetting, and it's just like you know, because at the end of the day, you know, we just have news about our communities having a hard time with the when we get infected with the virus because we don't have the um, the financial means to go and get treated, let alone going to urgent care without insurance. Off break is a hundred to two hundred dollars that you probably don't have, and just seeing that uh, that foolishness, uh, yeah, it, it hurt my heart. You know. Fair. Ooh, um, yeah, between that and, and, and 45 out here, <laughs> hey, <laughs> providing entertainment, I, daily entertainment.
0: <laughs> right, right. You know, I'm just like, look, don't, don't say the, the, the letters four and five to me. Um, I'm working on my spirit and how I respond and how I allow myself to respond to that. As I free myself, I'm going to go back and get 10 more. Um, for me, my black news is really simple. Jokes on you, we still alive. Um, and that's the news. This hey. will not kill us. It cannot kill us because we have a spirit that's so strong. So jokes on you, we still alive. But um bum. You can tell me who said that. There you go. Um, you know, I, I might give you a special coupon, cousins. Uh, you just gotta know music. You gotta know music. Gotta know music. All right, rolling into the black lesson. Something you learned, Steve P during the week or from the show that you want to lay on us today? What you got? Uh,
1: Well, one from the show that Dr. Gina Page has really like solidified me or this test. I'm probably going to order this test this afternoon.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Two, this. What have, I learned? what have I learned this week? Um, I, well, just even more confirmation that, you know, black women are superheroes because I've definitely been seeing um, a lot of uh, black doctors, uh, uh, female doctors on the news outlets and, you know, coming up with innovations and there's like a certain calmness <laughs> that they bring. And you can even see with the analysts and the on TV after you see one of these sisters speak. Everybody just see it just makes you feel like everything's gonna be okay. So it's just it's just a reconfirmation that y'all are superheroes. <laughs> really, that's it.
0: That's okay, mine, uh, my black lesson. Uh one from this week. Um, I was reading in the word, the good word, the good book, and I was reading the line, um, the passage of those who are last shall be first, and those who are first shall be last. And, you know, it, it is the word, so let let that let that rest. Um, it's facts, right? Let it rest. But this week, I was presented with that like in my life, that those that I put first maybe come last, and those that I put last maybe come first. and just to be open to that reality because that that's what I'm sitting in. And then from this show, um Dr. Gina Page uh, really strengthened my spine again. And I, I come up with this statement that I am the woman who survived through my ancestors. I am the woman. You know, we, we, we are, we're tracking all of our lineage and we're tracking, we're trying to demystify, which I love that word, Gina, it's in your bio. Um, we're trying to demystify and, and, and find our roots. But when it all is said and done, I am that woman and that gives me hope it like it like encourages me it strengthens my spine it makes me walk up a little bit more correctly it gives me clarity um but it also gives me hope that you know our cousins listening not just for women but for men you know a lot of times i think when we start motivating i think sometimes i've seen this is just my perspective you don't have to agree but perspective i've seen black men kind of take a seat, like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and head out because they're not talking to me, but we are. And, you know, that woman that survived created you and you are able to create other little women and other little black boys. And just from that show alone, that black lesson was so amazing. Um, Black thought, a quote, a statement or thought to carry us through to the next show. Stevie P, what you got?
1: Oh man, you got me on the, to on the spot right here. All right,
0: wait, 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 cuz I do Oh,
1: uh,
0: am I'm gonna take it and then you 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 ended yeah, up. I, okay. Okay. So my uh black go ahead, my
1: go ahead, go
0: ahead. is um from this conversation Gina, I did find the uh the verse. I went back to the living word. It is found in Luke um 11 chapter 11 verse 47. I am reading from the amplified version, cousins. Um woe to you for you repair or build tombs for the prophets, and it was your fathers who killed them. That is the verse um, from Luke, and it, it's coincided with the conversation that we had about, you know, us going back and trying to get something from either how you see them as oppressed or descendants of oppression. Um you know the, the written word is woe to you for you repair to build for, for you repair or build tombs for the prophets, and it was your fathers who killed them. Um, that's the the verse I was talking about that kind of uh stuck out to me, Gina. Um, Stevie P, what's your black thought? Because now, now I know you got one.
1: All right, okay, so you made me think of a, a quote from um Stokely Carmichael, and it kind of resonates with what's going on. And it's uh the secret to life is to have no fear. It's the only way to function. And I feel as us as African Americans, I feel like anytime in, you know, life there this turmoil or this this is just hectic and it's going on. I feel like because we've we've been so preconditioned to it that we make light of everything. Like that's why I appreciate a lot of the comedians out here, you know, poking fun of what's going on, you know, just to bring a little light into the darkness, and you know, just seeing others panic and, str- and you know and struggle what's going on. Like this, is what I just saw in Michigan the other day, out in Lansing, like them people are losing their mind, being having to be quarantined and shut down, and they fighting the government, the state government, and wanting to go back to work, but they're not understanding. Like you know, there's people out here that are like, this is real. And I feel like right. black folks are kind of sitting on the sidelines and T like, oh, this ain't enough. And we, we, we've we we've been through worse, <laughs> you know? Right. Now right. y'all are seeing everything. <laughs> or you know, you're feeling what we're going through, even what's happening with like the Asian community. It's just like, you know, somebody kind of said, you know, I, I, I don't I don't feel sorry for you because now you know what it feels like to be black in America.
0: Wow! To be and black.
1: granted, it's like, no, you shouldn't be, yeah, no, you shouldn't, you know, they shouldn't be treated that way. But then just, if you understand and if you travel this world and see how we're viewed, like, I've been to China and I've seen how they react when they see us, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not surprised. And then the other day, the, the McDonald's in China had a sign that basically said no black people. Wow. Because, you know, they... They're trying, to per- they're trying to say that oh they brought the disease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a message in China that they're trying to perpetuate, and it and is so not true. So to me that that quote, "The secret to life is to have no fear." It's the only way to function. That's what we've been doing as a people, and that's why we're so resilient. You know. So. Yeah.
0: And you know what you yeah. just you know what you just did, Steve. Like you really just did this. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on wax so we can consider it fact. You just gave me a great idea for the next show and for all of the remaining podcast shows, mm-hmm. right? That each show, somewhere in there, we can create the next show. So the next show will be to be Black in America. That just
1: happened. Okay. Well, I'm down with
0: it. I'm down with it, too. Rolling to our last segment of BWC Podcast is Black Holiness Collective. Now, you may be thinking, what is that, right? Let me explain it. Black Holiness Collective is just that. But we want to know what you think. Gina, I'm going to ask you to come off of mute. So first, I have to be transparent. I was on one of your lives watching an interview with you. And in the beginning of all of your lives, you asked, um, three words to describe. Um, three words that you say. Like, what are the three first words that come to mind? Right. And I watched it, and I was like, "Man, that's so genius! That's so amazing! I love that! I love that!" She, she just always thinks so clearly, and it's so important to not just have what you think as a brand, but like, really, what, what do others think? And so it got me thinking, and it made me encouraged. So first, I want to tell you, thank you. I'm not plagiarizing. I am copying out of respect. Um, and crediting where it is due. So, BWC would like to.
2: And I didn't make it up myself, so. Oh, we'll come through, we'll come through about awesome. it. <laughs> Thank you, Boo. <laughs> See what happens when we trans Okay, you free everybody.
0: Um, and so, this segment, Black Wholeness Collective segment, I want you to tell us three words that come to mind when you hear Black Wholeness Collective.
2: Hmm. I put you on unity, spot. healing, and oh, unity, healing, and love.
0: Unity, healing, and love. That's dope. All right, y'all. I think that that puts the period on episode. I would actually want to title this episode one. What you think, Steve?
1: I agree. That first one we did was just a test. This is it. And
0: and maybe they'll hear it, but maybe they won't. Um, Episode one, Who Am I with Dr. Gina Page? Closing out with three words, unity, healing, and love. Thank you so, so much, Gina, for coming on and just blowing this thing out the water. I prayed over this. I asked God to strengthen us and carry us through this conversation and over expectations.
2: You were amazing. I don't think I thank you enough. Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be considered part of the collective and I just love black people and I'm happy to to talk about black identity all day, every day. Hey we appreciate you
1: so much. Thank Thank you.
2: Out here, all right, y'all.
0: If you guys want to learn more, or you want to know where we're going, or you're just interested in Black Holiness Collective, and you like, "What's that? Who this?" Hit us up on Instagram at Black Holiness Collective, or go straight to the website at Black Holiness Collective. Can't wait to see you. We are so excited uh, to be um, in this space of helping African descendants be perfectly made well in their mind, their body, and their spirit. Everybody, have a good day let's be whole peace
1: and also hey make sure y'all go check out africanancestry.com to learn more about where you come from <laughs>
0: that's why you got a co-host come through with the assist kobe
1: <laughs>
0: bye everybody thanks so much everybody have a great day have a good day. thanks